Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee presents 90210. What are you doing when you do that? I'm modulating my voice up and down. I, I I fear like taking you to like I don't know a karaoke bar one day. Or <laughs> What's karaoke? What's karaoke? Yeah. Um, it's that thing where you sing to <laughs> music. What's the thing where you rhyme everything you're saying? <laughs> it's that thing where you sing. Seriously, you do it like, with sting. We have we have like a little machine. That does it like. That what are you talking about? <laughs> it plays music with the words on the screen, and then you sing it in the microphone. Like, like, what's your favorite song? Oh wow, that's a really tough question. Uh, I would say, at this point in time, my favorite song is probably. You didn't hear me? It's <laughs> no. <sighs> okay. By mm. no, uh, <laughs> probably. I don't know. Like here comes the sun by the Beatles. Let's say. Okay, so you would buy a karaoke CD mm-hmm. where it's just the music without them singing. Uh huh. And you put it in the machine. Okay. And it plays it, and it puts the word on, words on the screen, and mm-hmm. you sing into the microphone. So it's your voice singing the song. Here comes the sun. But, yeah, but you, like, turn everything into singing. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that I could ever get you away from it if you got to do it. Oh. Because you love to sing so much. Maybe that's why no one's told me about it. <laughs> Maybe. Popular in the late 70s and early 80s to mid-80s. Karaoke. From the Japanese Empty Orchestra. <laughs> yeah, I know what karaoke is. So why are you being weird? I don't know. I wanted you to I wanted you to describe it. <laughs> you are such a jerk. Anyway. Uh-huh. We watched this week's um well, we watched an episode of the first season of Now to Know this week. Season one. And this episode was the kids all preparing to take the SATs. Yeah. Do you know what that stands for? Standardized Academic Test? Scholastic Aptitude Test. Uh, I was close. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so Andrea. Mm-hmm. Andrea. Andrea is absolutely having a nervous breakdown. Like, it's, Yeah, it's some of the worst acting I've ever seen from... <laughs> Gabriella Sartor, I don't know what her name is. What's her name? I don't know. But she's like, she she acts like she's on drugs. She is so hyper about this test. (laughs) Apparently, she's not a good test taker, which seems odd because she has like great grades. Right. And does so well in school. Does she never take tests? Right. Like, yeah, that does not make sense. Does she give a lot of (laughs) blowjobs? Oh, God. No, I'm sure she didn't. Um, well, I don't know. 
Studying seems to really turn around as we find <laughs> out. Steve's doing something called, what does he say? Alfred B. Cook? Alfred B. Cooks? Sure. Yeah, it's something like that. It's some sort of, I think they had these in the late 80s, early 90s when this when this came out. Like, it's like a... It's like a prep course, but instead of like actually having a tutor or just buying a, a preparatory book like a lot of us can now, uh-huh. um, it's like a, you pay for it. It's 500 bucks, apparently. And they send you a bunch of like tips and stuff like that through the mail. No, no, it's a class. Oh, it's a whole class? Yeah, he was going to the class that night, and she said, take good notes, and she would come oh. over later. Yeah, his whole, but he kept saying, like, five times throughout the episode, uh, Alfred B. Cooks, right. or you be fried, <laughs> which apparently is their, their like, motto or whatever. It's so dumb. Almost sounds more like a cheesy motivational speaker. It sounds like a ripoff. Yes. But he's getting all these like um, test taking like strategies and yeah, but you know, it's, it's like all it's all stuff everybody knows. Yeah, but she is jealous because she can't afford to take a test or a class like that, and she practically claws him mm-hmm. to ask him to stop and and hey. Can you, you know, share this knowledge with me? Like, can, mm-hmm. can I come to your house tonight? And he's like, are you asking me on a date? It's so funny, too, because she's talking to him and he seems so uninterested. Oh, yeah. And then she goes, before he, she, before she even says what she wants, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm desperate. And then you can see this look in his eye. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, a woman is desperate near me? <laughs> he is such How a can sneeze. I take advantage of this? <laughs> And she's like, I need, you know, and like she said, can I study with you? And that's when he's like, are you asking me on a date or whatever? She goes, no, I just really need to whatever. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then she starts like talking to him all geeky. I don't remember what she was saying, but like she's like following him and like just spouting geekiness. And he's just like checked out already, like mm-hmm. walking away from her. Yeah. But they do, uh, they do study together later. Should we hop right to it? Yeah, I guess let's try to do it like... You know, bit by bit, instead of going through the whole episode. Okay. Like, storyline by storyline. So, later that night, they're studying. Mm -hmm. And she is sprawled out on his bed. Oh, yeah. Takes off her glasses. Uh Uh-huh. And he looks at her and says, you're pretty without your glasses. Which is kind of like crappy. Implying she's ugly with her glasses. Right. That's like, that's like, uh not a compliment but she says is that supposed to be a compliment and he says no this is and gets up and kisses her yeah how's that a compliment by the way well i I guess it's like saying i want you yeah i guess so he kisses her and and like you would expect that she's gonna like smack him or whatever but she just like they like freaking make out like she's like all into it and then she gets scared and runs away yeah (laughs) she's like i gotta go thanks so much Bye. You you helped me by like 20, 30 points or whatever. <laughs> or 200 or 300 points on her SATs. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he must have some powerful lips or something like that. He must be a good kisser because that looked like some kind of kiss. Oh, yeah. And she, you know, was, she was going to go for it. What? She was in, she was into it. Yeah, but she stopped. Yeah, but I'm saying she stopped herself. Yeah. Like, she realized she had to stop it there. 
or given and you right know. which is kind of foreshadowing for what happens to her later it is not in this episode but later you know when when remember last season we watched now two and oh and she's all like pregnant and stuff yeah i remember so she's hormonal why are you confused i don't know what it, what is it foreshadowing for that she can't stop herself, that she has trouble saying no, like. Okay, but how did we learn, when When did we learn, when did that come back into play? That she has trouble stopping herself. When she gets knocked up in college? But we didn't, I didn't see that. Okay. We started watching it. I saw her pregnant. I didn't see, I didn't see her, you know, she's married or whatever to this dude. Uh-huh, because like, she got pregnant. Okay, but what I'm saying is I didn't see that. I didn't see them start to date and then her not be able to say no. Okay. Why Why are you looking at me like... (laughs) Because I just think that you're being weird about it, but whatever. How am I being weird about it? I didn't see it. (laughs) But why do you need to see it? We know she gets pregnant. Unexpectedly pregnant. Just because she got pregnant doesn't mean she has trouble saying no. Okay. Moving on. Do you you really think that's what that means? Anytime a woman gets pregnant, I mean, she has trouble saying no. No, why are you trying to turn this into something that it's not? I was just trying to draw a connection between this season and the later season. Or, like, how about the fact that she's freaking out about wanting to get into, like, frickin' Harvard or whatever, and we know she's going to end up going to the frickin' stupid college they all go to. Well, yeah. And then dropping out. There you go. That makes sense. Okay. What you said originally made no sense. Sure. It made sense to me. Yeah. Well, not to anyone else. Okay. Not to our listeners. How do you know what our listeners understand and what they don't? Because I hear them. Do you know? Yeah. I'm a man of the people. Okay. Okay. So um, then we see Brenda hanging out with her girlfriends. Uh Uh-huh. And I think they're studying for the SATs. Well, they're at least talking about it. They're definitely talking about the SATs. Donna and Brenda, I guess, are. And Kelly is looking at a magazine and finds an article about uh, breast exams, Mm -hmm. like doing yourself breast exams. Yeah. So Kelly's reading like a fashion magazine and and Donna's asking Brenda if she knows what apotheosis means. (laughs) Yeah, and so, like, Kelly asks if they know what uh, benign and malignant mean. <laughs> yeah. So this this starts this whole conversation, and then Kelly's like, I want to do this breast exam. It says that girls should start getting the habit of doing it. So they all decide to uh, feel their breasts up. Right. All together, it's kind of weird, laying on <laughs> Kelly's kinda, bed. It would be hot if, you know, they looked hotter. <laughs> And, like, Donna's like, okay, you know, or no, Kelly's like, you know, this area, and then they're mm-hmm. going all clear, all clear, and mm-hmm. and then they get to a spot where Brenda kind of hesitates and makes a face, and you know she is not all clear. Right. She has found something, but she yeah. says all clear. And doesn't want to tell her friends, but does tell her mom. Which is good. We find out that her aunt passed away from breast cancer a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And apparently the mom's grandma did too. Yeah, like a lot, very, like a deep family history of breast yeah. cancer. So it's it's pretty scary. Her mom is like all freaked out. And she's going to take her to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So when they go, 
the doctor feels it and says she wants to do a needle biopsy. Mm -hmm. So she sticks this needle in her breast, and when she pull tries to pull something out, nothing comes out, and so she knows it's not fluid-filled. It's solid, a solid mass. Which could be, like, nothing. Right. Or could be a tumor. Well, they continually point out that she's 16 or whatever. Yeah. 16 or 17, however old she's supposed to be. And at, at that age, it, I mean, it would it's be... highly unlikely. It, it'd be, yeah, it's, it'd be very surprising right. for, to develop breast cancer. Just not the age that happens. But, you know, she's, like, super freaked out because the doctor's not saying, oh, absolutely, you're fine. Right. Because now she's saying she needs to do a regular biopsy, which means, you know, like, cutting into her breast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the whole episode is, is like a lot of Brenda worrying about it and talking mm-hmm. to her friends and her mom and her mom worrying about it and talking to the dad. Brenda's really weird about that, too. Like, she doesn't want her dad to know what's going on. Yeah, she's embarrassed. There's a lot of embarrassment going on about it because it's women's that. issues, I guess. I don't know. I guess, but I mean, it's not like she was doing something obscene or, you know, right. I mean, it's, it's a possible problem with her body yeah needs to get checked out that's nothing to be embarrassed about i agree i mean she's understandably freaked out because she basically watched her aunt die right from breast cancer that would be very scary to have to go through thinking you might have the same thing right so and then you know eventually the dad does find out brandon finds out and brandon's freaked out too yeah and everyone else is freaking out about the the, uh sat's the, this episode's title is "It's Only a Test." Is so, that? Oh, that's it. Yeah. So it makes it makes it. You know, it's because they're she's she's getting a test. It's a double entendre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. Only kind of. A double entendre usually indicates something sexual. Okay. In nature. Okay, fine. It has a double meaning. Anyway. Um. The dad is not worried, which I think is just denial, really. Yeah, he's put up a wall. He's like, I'm not going to worry until I know there's something to worry about. Mm-hmm. Not like you silly women. <laughs> and um, Brenda freaks out on Dylan, too, Like, which oh, is yeah, just so big. unfair. Like, he's trying to be supportive. Like, she tells him what's going on. And, of course, he looks scared. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't, right? right. And he's like, I'm going to be there. And she's like, I don't want you to be there. Which I guess is the whole embarrassment thing again or whatever. She doesn't want him there. I don't know. It seems weird. And he says that he loves her. Mm-hmm. And she says, you're just saying that and runs away. You don't mean it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, she's just being like really not nice to him when he's trying really hard to be nice and supportive to her. And then she has this weird nightmare. <laughs> Where she is weird. <laughs> she's in a coffin mm-hmm. at the head of the room where there's taking the SATs. And then she's walking around the room and able to see like a different question for everybody. And like um, Kel- every question's about her. Yeah. Like Kelly's question is like, what would you rather get from uh, Brenda in her will? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her, her turquoise earrings, her, you know, something else, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, she picks the boyfriend. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, there was a, a couple other ones. Do you remember? Red pumps was one. Yeah. Something no, I like mean, that. like, questions. Oh, how if... If Brent, this question is very confusing. This doesn't make a lot of sense. But if Brenda's life was composed of a twenty-four hour day or something like that, uh, what time would you forget her? This was uh, Brandon's question, hmm. and it was like two a.m., twelve noon, eight p.m. You know, Brenda Walsh will never be forgotten or something like that. And she goes. We never, they don't say that what their answers are or whatever, but she's like, um, she's like, oh, you'd forget about me by lunch time or whatever, you know, like, right. um, and then I can't remember what the mom's was because the mom is also there taking the test for some reason. But then mom looks at her and says, Brenda, wake up and, and she's waking her up. Yeah. Dylan's was, you know, I said, I love you. Because, you know, mm. out of whatever. And he was like, you know, pity, lust, something, and then like genuine emotion. Right. We don't see his either. Hmm. We don't see his answer. Do you think he really loves her? Yeah. I think so too. So she goes to get the test done. Mm-hmm. She's going to be awake while they're cutting her breast. That's pretty normal, I think. Oh, that sounds awful. Well, you know, I, it's it's easier if they can if they can do it where they don't have to put you under. I, I think they try to avoid that. But they take the whole thing out, and they're able to get the test results that same day, which mm-hmm. seems nuts. Um, when she goes home and they're waiting for the call, people are just showing up. Like, oh, Dylan showed up at the hospital. He said he went to five different hospitals because she didn't tell him which one. Right. And he he brought her something. Flowers. Flowers. And um, she, oh, she had left him a voicemail, right? Or a, not, I mean, like a, you know, message on his answering machine. I don't know what, what, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I was thinking of like email and like the answering machine. It just kind of. With your voice? Way, yeah. Huh, um, that makes that makes a weird amount of sense. <laughs> but she left him Voice a message. Mail. <laughs> yeah, she left a message on his answering machine. That just says, I love you too. Interesting. Which I think means, like, maybe they never said it before. I uh, Well, yeah, you speculated that. I think that's possible. Because I don't remember them saying it, and it seems like kind of a big deal. Yeah. But they haven't slept together yet, I don't think, right? I don't know if they did or not. I know they were thinking about it, and then, like, the AIDS chick showed up right. and and everything, and I don't remember if they actually, I mean, we, we certainly haven't seen it, like, they haven't talked about it. Right. So I'm guessing that she's still a virgin? I don't know, though. Yeah, I mean, I think they would, they would devote an episode to her losing her virginity. He grabbed her breast when, uh, when he, uh, like, you know, hugged her from behind before, he, he before, did? yeah, before he knew. Because she was like, you know, she didn't know. She was all like, the, you know, she kind of moved his hand away and everything. And that's when she told him. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe. So he was probably thinking like, oh, I just touched cancer. Ew. What? That's terrible. Well, I'm just saying. Was that what you would think? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so... She gets the test results, and it turns out that it is not cancer. <coughs> it's uh, a fibroid. So, 
So yay, she's okay. But her friends had showed up with like gift baskets. Like right. <laughs> one of them had like a bunch of flowers, and one of them had I think fruit in it. Like there was one with a couple wigs in case she needed to get chemotherapy. Aw, that's kind of sweet. There wasn't. Oh, <laughs> you're a jerk. Was anything going on with Brandon? Brandon left the SATs. Brandon was like, Brandon was worried about her and Brandon was getting ready for the SATs. And then he ended up walking out because he couldn't stop worrying about her. Yeah. And they said that he could make him up another time. So. Yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, neither one of them got to take their SATs this time around, unfortunately, but Brenda's fine. So that's the good news. And, uh, sorry, um... What's his name? Ian Zuring. What's his name? Uh, Steve. Steve. Steve got a 1600 on his SATs. And <laughs> we don't know that. Um, uh, what's her name? Gabby or uh, Andrea got a uh, 60, 16 or 1900 actually on hers. So it, it, it was worth an extra 300 points. Right. She got a perfect score and then. Wrote at the bottom, kissed Steve Sanders, and they added <laughs> plus 300 points. It seemed like she was maybe going to tell Brandon that she kissed Steve. Oh, absolutely she was. But he was freaking about Brenda, Brenda, so she didn't. Yeah, she was like, I got something to tell you. He's like, oh, I do too. Let me go first because I'm rude. Even right? Though I, even though I brought it up second. Yeah, that was pretty rude. <laughs> I thought that too. And then he's like, hey, I'm freaked out over... By the way, whatever she had to say... It wasn't going to touch what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. That was very rude. Like, he should have been like, well, mine is is bigger news, so I'm going to wait. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. And, um, I mean, poor her, too. But my question here is, mm-hmm. why does she formally have to tell him that she kissed Steve? That she doesn't. weird. She doesn't have to. No, but I mean, like, why is she? Do you think it's because there's kind of this underlying thing between them and him and Steve are friends? I think it's because I think it's just because she's friends with him and she's friends with Steve. So she wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I think she was going to be like, oh, you know, I don't know what to do. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she wanted advice. It's like, you know, do you think it even be possible? You know, do you think that? Steve just wants to have sex with me and then never see me again and not acknowledge it in school and stuff like that. Yeah, I would imagine that's where where it would fall with her and Steve if that happened. Although they were, well, they went to the the SATs and they were chatting outside the door, and the teacher saw him and was like, "Hey, lovebirds, you know, why don't you come in here and take the SATs?" Right. Yeah, that was rude and like, and then everybody's like, "Oh," but I mean, they really didn't know that anything was going on. Stupidest shot. In the entire show, uh, it, it in its history, maybe, by the way, where the cameras, you know, the cameras set up in the aisleway between the uh, between the desks and Don, not Donna. What's her name? Kelly's on one side. Brandon's on the other side. Their heads both pop in halfway through frame. So they're centered and they look at each other and at the same time go, love birds. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. It was kind of dumb, yeah. So, I mean, that was that was pretty much the episode. That was the episode. Not too exciting this week. No, it was okay. I mean, they they certainly made it. Yeah, I mean, it was like, a, it was a good episode. It was just there was a lot of 
worrying going on. That was most of the episode. Mm. It so. was certainly an episode they made. Yes. They it, created it. That is that is definitely true. I'll give that to them. <laughs> it was fine. It was a fine episode. It was there was a lot of drama. There was a little bit of overacting with the the mom and with Andrea. The mom. The mom. There you go. The mama. <laughs> Carol Porter. How about that? <laughs> there you go. And Andrea. Andrea. Gabrielle Sepatoras. <laughs> I don't know what her name is. <sighs> Me either. But, you know, I have an excuse. Like, I don't know names. You do. Okay, that's that seems fair. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. So take us home. So Carol. Stop by the locker. Leave us a note. Leave us some stars. Tell your friends. Keep listening. What are you doing? On that note, bye-bye. Bye.